Tipati Mahdi is celebrating its best ever election result. Fresh from its success of taking all but one of the Māori seats, the party that calls itself the only true opposition is amping up for the next three years. Kia ora, Dexter Aho, ane te purongo torangapu moteni wiki. Welcome to Focus on Politics. It was a bruising election for Labour, losing seats not just to National, but to the Greens and Te Pāti Māori. The latter's electorate success defied the expectations of almost everyone, but the party itself. A lot of political um, analysts and advisers were like, oh, you must do this, and we just went, yeah, no, we're not. So I, I think, you know, we, we knew we had to be transformational, and, and we called on our, our um, activist roots and, um, you know, tell Māori the way that we knew our, our whānau moves. It wasn't just that Te Pāti Māori won the seats, it's who they won them off. Senior Labour figures like Kelvin Davis and Pini Henare have been ousted, now set to serve the next term on the list. I just think I've you know, run my course in, in politics and in, in this last three years will be the last three years. E tonu ana ngā mahi. The mahi still continues. Uh, I'll still be uh, a strong voice for the whānau here in Tāmaki Makaurau. Even more extraordinary is Te Tai Tonga, where Takuta Ferris defeated Labour's Rino Tirikatini. It's not just the flip from Labour that's astounding, it's that Ferris managed to take the seat from a Tirikatane. Rino Tirikatane's aunt, Fitu Tirikatane Sullivan, held the southern Māori seat, the predecessor of Te Tai Tonga, from 1967 to 1996. Before that, her father, Eruera Tirikatane, was MP for southern Māori since 1932. In the last 91 years, there have only been 15 where the seat was not held by a Tirikatane. And then there's Nanaya Mahuta, gone from Parliament entirely. Her decision to take herself off the list backfired in a campaign where Māori voters were strategic. I look forward to the next chapter, 27 years of consecutive service for my electorate to the Labour Party, who have given me so much more than I anticipated, and in terms of opportunities. Uh, I'm very grateful and proud of the achievements that I've made over this period of time. Once a politician, always a politician, um, so it never leaves you. Labour's Māori Caucus co-chair Willie Jackson says it's simply MMP in action. After all, Labour still won the party vote in all seven seats. I think that our people are probably the most strategic voters in this country. That uh, performance was not replicated at all in any of the mainstream seats. Any uh, MP who wins their seat wins the party vote. So So what you're saying is... So what I'm saying is, well, you know, while we wanted to win the individual seats, and I'd love Calvin to still be Taitukaro MP, um, our people got strategic. They still still want us there. We got 85,000 votes. Te Pāti Māori got 58,000 votes. That shows there's a a high level of support still for Labour. On election night, Hana Rafati Maipi Clark, who wasn't even born when Nanaya Mahuta became an MP, spoke of the Kohangareo generation coming to Parliament, one that had mobilised the Rangatahi vote. The most humblest way I can say is that me even being in there, me getting my foot in the door, is the biggest achievement, um, not for myself, but for um, for... The Kohanga generation, I think our kaumata, our ancestors should be so proud that we've made it this far and we keep going. 
You're the youngest MP since 1853. What does that feel like? Um, it, it is. It is. It hasn't quite sunken in yet. Um, and in the most humblest way, I always knew I was going to get into Parliament when I said yes. And if you look at my face, if you look in my eyes when I first announced it, I knew what I was getting myself into. I knew the challenges, the big hits that you'll take. Um, but in front of me, raising my frequency um, and me frequently being around my people and around what makes us truly unique is so empowering. Te Party Māori co-leader Debbie Narewapaka says voters were tired of being taken for granted and Te Party Māori could see the tide was turning. Even with the smallest donation pool of all the parties that made it back to Parliament, she says Te Party Māori had to believe it could win the electorates. With all due respect to our um, legacy seats, there um, was a sense of frustration and an absolute respect to the traditions of the people and the mana that got them there, but there was a sense of distract of um, frustration that was feeling like the traditions were also um, moving away and traditional seats and thinking were taken for granted, maybe moving away um, from some of the hardship that people were enduring and some of the um, solutions that those on the ground had. So we could see from um, corporate to corporate and the tradition to tradition, there was some really great engagement. But there was a whole lot of whānau that um, weren't collected in that um yeah, that net of community. So, and we could see the um, growing frustration with again the Kohanga generation had arrived. They had they had things to say. We could see it in the climate space. We could see it. Um, you know, those who were turning up to Kopapa for seabed mining, those who were turning up for Kopapa uh, on you know multiple Kopapa that that they weren't being represented. So I, I guess you know um, it was it matched what we were hearing and seeing and um I and I guess yeah we were uh, humble and optimistic but we never took it for granted. We knew we had to continue to work and and people could see themselves in ourselves more than they could perhaps some of the, the traditional positions. That rejection of legacy for legacy's sake may have harmed to Party Māori's chances in the one seat it didn't win. In May, Labour Minister Mekka Faitari blindsided Labour by defecting to Te Party Māori. The initial Ikaroa Rafati candidate, Heather Te O Skipworth, stepped aside to allow Mekka Faitari to try and hold on to her seat. She instead contested Tuki Tuki on the general role, but by June had stood down entirely. Brought in to replace Faitari, Labour's Kushla Tangairi Manual won Ikaroa Rafati convincingly by more than 2,800 votes. I asked Debinade Wapaka to reflect on the party's sole loss. Yeah, I think, um, to be fair, Mika had... Um, I mean, we've never, ever had Ikaroa Rafati and we've never had the um, margins of closeness that she was um, able to do uh, with Ikaroa Rafati. We certainly weren't going to go, um, you know, that close if, you know, looking at how we were going in the past. But I think um, the reality is, is that we are... Um, and it doesn't, you know, no matter how hard we change, no matter how hard physically we work and we feel like um, at Mika, like she belonged in with us, the reality was that, there, as you said, there was perhaps um, too much of that alignment and um, we were unable to debrand, I guess, um, how her community saw that. 
What what I can say though is that we are the party that can um, receive politicians that you know no longer see themselves in some of the um, particularly Maori um, politicians who grow and don't see themselves represented in the mainstream parties they belong in. So yeah, I, I think there's probably an element of truth in that comment. Do you th- do you think you overestimated her popularity? Like you know if if Heather. Tio Skipworth had not stepped aside that you might have managed to take that seat? No, I, I think the way um, that things were polling and um, the hard work, I mean, what, what we had in um, Ikaroarafati was some massive margins that, uh, you know, I don't think we would have even been considered in as tight of a space as we were in how Mika landed it. I don't think it was so much about um, whether Heather would have done any better than Amika. I think that Labour uh, found a um, very capable um, candidate who would probably have been much more suited to be into Party Māori. Um, so I think it was more about um, who uh, Labour put into the position versus you know, would, would Heather have performed or done better as um, Mika. Because I think what Mika did do is that you know, she um, closed the gap she doubled the party votes. She did a whole lot of um, things in Ikarorafati and helped build an infrastructure in um, Ikarorafati that we never had. Does so, it... and the best thing is that she's staying on uh, to bring through uh, another candidate and to help continue to hold that um, huge support that we have got in uh, the party. Mode. So it's just a term. I think I think next term will be very different. Still, six out of seven ain't bad. The new MPs have been inducted and the co-leaders are preparing for another three years in opposition. A change in government will not mean a change in the party's strategy. A larger caucus will give the co-leaders a bit of a break, but their voices will be just as loud. We now have a stronger and more voices on specific cope-up and portfolios. So previously the portfolios of everything were sort of split in half. Um, so now we're able to have... I think stronger voices, I think um, stronger voices connected to the very communities, the lobbyists, the advocates, the champions, um, we are, whereas before that was really, really difficult. So I think the voice will not only be louder, um, it'll be wider, and it'll be um, extremely united on you know, our goal um, towards the transformational change that we've always talked about um, and what normalised in, in Aotearoa. The co-leaders have made plenty of headlines since 2020. Rawiri Waititi was suspended or ordered out of the House more than any other MP last term. The outspokenness has come with its fair share of scrutiny and abuse. Earlier this year, the co-leaders said Parliament was not a safe place for Māori, especially wahine Māori. Debinare Wapaka says the party has used the period since election night to prepare and organise the space for the four new MPs. A lot of the tension that you can see around us at the moment is actually pushing back and saying this is what needs to happen. And these are who need to be around. This is the tikanga that we need to put in. This is where we do karakia. So, you know, I, I guess the whole way, and you'll see some of that um, from day one. You will see some of the things that uh, we've been planning will put in place that will um, likely shake the place up, um, but also uh, normalise it for us. When we've got the kohanga generation arriving not just into parliament but into local government, into um, spaces where we want to hear and receive younger voices and opinions who are just as beautiful speaking English as they are Māori in every other language, then um, you know, we have to push back at the traditions. And I guess 
the way we're going to do it is the way Dawi and I did it. It's the way that um, they're able to move the people we have around, the way that they're able to um, speak, the way that we, um, again, you know, I guess it's not just in our fashion statements, but it's also um, within making sure that physically the place uh, can um, meet and perform for them as it would for any other politicians with their particular needs. So, yeah, we, we have done a few things, um, which I think will probably surprise media, which I'm looking forward to seeing your guys' reactions when the house rises. But, yeah, we, we're, again, um, preparing based on what we and I experienced in the last three years. And pretty much, I guess, our um, what we want to do is give the messaging is if you're, you know, you want to come down this line and you want to participate no matter what age, no matter what stage, then we should do everything we can to make it um, accessible so that that place represents a large proportion of our population, which it doesn't at the moment. And we've got parties that have got no Pacific or, or you know, two Māori. Or, so, we're, yeah, we're, and we'll continue to do and review as we um, make these changes and, and challenge of what we believe that place needs. It's a drastic turnaround for a party that was dumped out of Parliament entirely just six years ago. Debbie Nariwapaka says some of the 2023 success is precisely because of the 2017 loss. And she sees Labour being in a similar position now, a party that's lost its way, looking to rebuild and reconnect. Te Party Māori now is a very different one to that which sided with National way back when, and whatever comes next will be different again. I think that what happened in 2017 was a critical part of our growth. And as painful as it is, and it's no different to giving birth, labour pains and watching your children go through teenagehood and all these sorts of things, it's a critical part of our growth uh, in fact that Māori never gave up on us. Uh, and we continued to regrow ourselves and reposition ourselves in what matches the time now. And no doubt the third generation of this movement, they may even change their name, will look quite different to what the Debbie and Lawadi's, um phase of. I think the most important thing is that uh, when we look back and we look forward, that we're starting to see the normalisation, in fact, I think, a sensational approach to um, politics um, coming in through tangata whenua. And again, whether it be um, Papa Peter, uh, whether it be Hana. They are all, you know, dynamic uh, politicians, leaders within their own communities at varying phases. And I remember three years ago when we started to shake up the house, not wearing ties and those sorts of things, everyone was shocked. Now I go around and I look in the schools, at um, in parliament and business, nearly every funky politician or business leader or um, university grad or head boy or head girl are wearing funky sneakers, suits with tonga, and they're asserting themselves and feeling confident in that because of how they're um, holding themselves. So I think that our varying degrees of a movement is going to be a really big milestone on the histories of Aotearoa um, politics. And I really look forward to what Hannah's generation and the next generation are going to add towards that. So... Yeah, it's, a, it's an evolving movement. We should never stay the same. The sad thing is that we have just finished watching um, a political party lose itself. And I think that's um, what the party Māori will always continue to do is remind ourselves of um, what we're here to do and who we are 
and, and the most important, the value that we bring to Aotearoa. The green shoots of Te Pāti Māori's grassroots are starting to show. It may not be in government, but it's promising the next three years are going to be anything but quiet. That's Focus on Politics. I'm Giles Dexter. Thanks for joining us. Matewa. Thank you.